This is our little segment three of our mini Halloween section. I'm Peyton. I'm Suhani. And if you guys want, you can go check out our other two mini Halloween episodes on body horror and queer and feminist history of Halloween. And this... we might do another one. And maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Like, the, who knows? There could be just so many parts. <laughs> <laughs> we could just be Halloweening forever. Halloween forever. Um, and this is the, like... All right, I don't know how I'm going to title this. This is me unpacking a 10-page research paper, people are already like, oh, brother, that I wrote on incels, alt-right, and how that feels into gun violence. So this is really, that is what this episode is about. And I feel I fear this may go on a tangent if we're given that time. But that's okay, because this is a serious topic. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to put, like, a massive trigger warning right now for, like, racism, sexism, violence against women, violence against, like, people of color, which are inherent to the surrounding cultures of inseldom and the alt-right and then also a trigger for gun violence not explicit but just like mentioned and talked about um so if that's not your thing tune out and have a blessed day love you mm-hmm. so um i really think the main this was kind of something that i didn't when i went into like doing this paper last year this was something that i didn't really know much about i just mm-hmm. had this little fuzzy line in my brain that i had drawn from alt-right to inseldom and gun violence yeah. i was like i know these are connected in like mm-hmm. some way but i don't know how and lord have mercy did i ever do a lot of research for this paper i'm so sorry guys i think i'm gonna have to make a separate link to the sources for this episode real quick yeah. though how would you define like what being insult means reddit community from an asexual woman who was talking about how like I don't know. I feel conflicted. I feel like I should be having sex. I'm not sure if I want to. Mm -hmm. All these things. And so it started off as an asexual movement. And then I think within like the mid 2000s kind of got picked up instead by men who were upset that they couldn't have sex with women or that they weren't having sex with women. Of course, that was the progression. And so there was a queer history, guys. Like, it used to be, like, this nice way for asexual people or, like, aromantic or just, like, any kind of people that were, like, I don't know if... I, I just feel, like having sex and the culture around sex that is so prevalent in society i don't know that it's for me and it used to be Mm -hmm. for a great way for people to talk about that and bond over those things and feel accepted now it's not it's acceptance but in a different way Mm -hmm. so it's mainly um incel they're both um mostly online communities incels and the alt-right but incels the difference really between the two is that incel is a much more compact concrete set of beliefs and movements and it's also not political the Uh alt-right is inherently um like obviously political Mm -hmm. um i would say like the main beliefs of incel like culture i talked about this um it's it's kind of like entitled uh, i think it was like aggrieved entitlement so it's where men feel like they are it's mostly from white men who Mm -hmm. don't have sex don't feel like they're having access to sex or just don't feel like they're succeeding at their masculinity and their gender in general and they feel like they're entitled to those things so you have this like aggrieved sense of entitlement Mm -hmm. and then um until them kind of becomes this weird form of male gender expression where men are basically and it's weird because something that i didn't expect i thought that the main enemy of incels or the main um group of people that incels hate would be women it's men who have sex with women oh they 
hate them. I think they call they call them cucks, like cuckolds. Okay. Which is, you know, kind of yeah. a word for like a man who gets used by a woman. It has many different connotations or specific meanings. And they hate that. And so they're very against the traditional idea traditional idea of masculinity or modern idea of masculinity where men cater to women men have romantic relationships mm-hmm. with women all these different things and they hate those men yeah they also really hate men of color who have sex with girlfriends they hate black men and um the two examples that i wrote about in this paper but it's universally applicable was against black and asian men mm-hmm. who are able to pick up women especially white women that mm-hmm. they can and so, um, and then the alt-right is kind of, it's also, it's similar to insult dumb. Both are kind of branded for, like, young Gen Z millennial men. So most of these demographics, I would say, are probably, like, 35 and under. And what okay. actually happens to, I don't know so much about alt-right, because if you kind of grow into that political identity, that might stick longer. But a lot of incels will kind of, like, float into the online community and then float out. Like, by your 30s, they're kind of like, okay, that was a mm-hmm. moment in time, like... Yeah. But some of them really do retain those misogynistic beliefs. Like, um, I read this paper. It's called The Insult Rebellion by um, Lisa Seguira. Lisa Seguira. Um, And she talks about, she interviewed, like, a bunch of insults and people from the alt-right. Because, you know, there was a bit of an overlap. And one of them was talking about how he has a girlfriend now, but he still feels... He still has a lot of his beliefs about incel dumb. He just oh. keeps them to himself mm-hmm. so that he can date women. And it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so incel dumb is kind of like a, a phase. But all right can be longer. But um, it's really... And this is where it's interesting because a lot of people describe it as talking about... They get started on... I don't know if you've ever read about, like, theories or studies where people will... They're like, okay, let me watch this slightly pro- problematic video on YouTube. And we're going to leave it for seven hours and let YouTube autoplay. And you watch as it gets darker and darker and darker and darker. Yes, and Or more racist, more problematic, mm-hmm. more extremist is really the word. And so that's kind of how... Um, people get pulled into these communities it usually starts off with a lighter version of that kind of discourse online Mm -hmm. and then people slowly get extremists because if you come like when these movements are recruiting people and men online if you come straight out and say and this is an example of one of the beliefs that was expressed i want to say was it by elliot roger it might have been that was a um he was a mass shooter and is considered he's like the incel king in end quote He's kind of like their guy. Mm-hmm. So I think this was one of his specific political beliefs. If it's not, I will um, completely correct that in the thing below. But um, if you come straight online and you're like, I think that we should be in a completely like, oh, homosocial, like a homosocial society. And um, women should be like cartel, basically. They should be breeded and kept in like little cages mm-hmm. and all men should breed them. Or a lot of them even think like, man, I just wish like men didn't have to have sex with women period i just wish that wasn't a thing because then women just ruin everything and so there's also like this sense of there's this weird queer undertone Mm -hmm. but it's like it's never going to get brought to the surface so that is my long-winded brief definition of insult okay (laughs) and then the alt-right is a series it's also marketed to younger voters younger Mm -hmm. republicans um it's a series of slightly more i wouldn't say it's not the far right it's not the far right it's not moderate it is the alt-right so it's like a more politically acceptable and brandable version of conservatism it's not extremism it's not well it can lead to extremism and it has some of it but it's not 
obviously. Like, think, like, Richard Spencer. Like, okay. those kind of people. So it's not the same. Like, dude bros. Like, it can be extreme, but it's not the same as, like, the far right. Like, no, it's like, like these people like, aren't straight up walking out most of the time and being like, I stand with the KKK and yeah. I think what they did is good. Um, So it's, it's a series of radical right movements. They don't all agree on things. Some are more extreme than the others. Sometimes they cooperate, things like that. If you think about, like, the Unite the Right um, rally in Charlottesville, mm-hmm. that was a bunch of different alt-right communities okay. coming together to protest. And... There's a lot of misogyny that's inherent to the alt-right, but the main focus is that it is racist and it's nationalist. So, um, just like how Inseldom kind of believes, Inseldom kind of believes in this modern, like, misandrist society where men are being attacked by women and their rights and their desire to, I don't know, be treated like people. Their desire to, like, take over men and just, like, I don't know, not always want to have sex with them. Yeah. So, like that, um, something that the alt-right really believes in is that there is a, y'all, I'm going to say some crack I'm going to say some weird stuff, but they basically believe that there is a modern war that is fought through the liberal left against white people, white civilization, and that the the core fundamental like properties and the goodness of America is being ruined the more that the white population declines. And so they are literally eugenicists, basically, where they're mm-hmm. like, they want, their goal is pretty much a white national state. Mm-hmm. So they want either like some version of a territory a country i mean ideally i'm sure most of them would love the whole u.s to just be i'm sorry if you're a person of color get the fuck out like yeah or stop having influence in politics stop having influence in our media um and so it's really i think hold on i gotta go find this quote because i cooked i cooked when i wrote this i was trying to talk about how these movements radicalize mass shooters and mass shooters reinforce racism and patriarchy Mm -hmm. even though they think they're doing like some heroic like different thing their base their true goal is to reinforce that at the societal level through um, violence and i talked about how media coverage and political response to those things kind of can act as evidence that i mean this is a bit of an out there argument to make and i was drawing on a lot of feminist theory here but i was kind of trying to argue that mm, politicians and like people who are corrupt, who don't do action on gun violence, who don't do all these things that I don't think this is a conscious decision. It's not something conscious that they Mm do. But mass shootings kind of serve ideologically fueled mass shootings. So hate crimes. Right. um, Serve as a cultural reinforcement, a violent cultural reinforcement that ultimately benefits the patriarchy at large. I see. I mean, one, it makes them look better by comparison. Mm -hmm. I'm not an incel. At least I'm not a violent racist. Yeah. I might be a shitty guy. I might not treat women that uh-huh. amazingly or be that great, but look at the incel. Right. Look like what they pre- just did. At least oh, I'm not them. That's the connection <laughs> like, of the I'm a nice guy culture. Yeah. Because I feel like, like a lot of guys like, these look, days at least I'm not him. will be like, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm a nice guy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, do any of that stuff, and I don't, yeah. like hate 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 woman and i'm not like a super racist right. whatever but man. the truth and I'm like, is like that it's, doesn't make like, you a good person it's like a giant gradient like a giant slider it's mm-hmm. really not um i think that like seeing these things as ahistorical apolitical like just like as their own because i think a lot of times we look at those movements and we're like what the fuck how did that happen mm-hmm. like sometimes i look at insultum and i'm like where did this come from and it's like you can't see it as its own thing right just like how when you, mass shooters do shit you can't just say like oh it was just mental illness or they were just an extremist yes that is true yes not all most incels in the alt-right don't end up doing this shit and a mm-hmm. lot of times mass shooters aren't even members of this community but they draw on these ideas right. they get inspired by people from these communities and they even if they're not actively participating 
their members they're subscribing they're watching they're right. reading these things or like these things are so pervasive in the culture like, yeah but in it's overall like, culture like they do have their place in overall yeah, culture so to the point that you can't everyone is being yeah. influenced by it at some level yeah and so i i kind of talked about how like talking about incel and all right as this apolitical a historical thing and making mass shootings ideologically fueled like and i'm talking about when it is clear like when a specific group of people is targeted like for example the um, charleston church shooting mm-hmm. which was against a black community or um elliot roger who i talked about earlier he targeted women and men of color who were having sex with women mm-hmm. so when it is a clear like hate crime you cannot it's a clear ideological shooting sometimes they even write manifestos um elliot roger has like a fucking 200 page whack-ass i read some of it because some of it was inside these research papers yeah. manifesto that he wrote and posted online so like when it is a clear motive you can't just say they were mentally ill like there's some cultural force here mm-hmm. and when you cut that off you let it keep existing and you like i just think yeah there's something something strange is cooking something mm-hmm. strange is going on a lot of the times people blame mass shootings on mental illness and to some extent that's true it is true like you have to be mentally ill to feel that way it is but also i think what i think it also adds to this narrative of this fear of people that are mentally ill when the statistics show that people that are like have extreme mental illness are far more likely to be victims Mm -hmm. of crimes than like participate in crimes do crimes themselves um yeah and so i think that's an important thing to know and um i can like try to attach some resources for this and so i think a lot of the times it's blamed on mental illness when Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like culturally overall like i'm not saying for any specific person yeah when that's not really the case or fully the case like that's only like a very like small fraction of the whole like pie going on yeah um um let me see i think i talked about also um they found in this study this is duxbury at all 2018 and don't worry guys i'm probably gonna put all these sources in the link tree but they did a study where they used a proxy of mass shooting coverage like major news network coverages from 2013 mm-hmm. to 2015 and they found from their study obviously there's scrupulations it's not universally applicable but they found with um these shootings that they um uh, surveyed white mass shooters are 19 times more likely to be depicted as mentally ill than a black or a latino shooter and so you have like this discrepancy that assigns racialized stereotypes about violence to certain exemptions and then kind of like exempts white men it you're mm-hmm. not considering patriarchy and racism you're thinking about mental illness right and then it's not applying that same like generacy almost no you're not to, yeah like um to like people of non-white shooters yeah um and so we also like i also talked about a couple other little points um one ideological mass shootings so and these aren't always like incel or all right they're also like religious sometimes they're political sometimes it's terrorism but um they're surrounded by a lot of violence against women so here's Mm -hmm. another statistic this is from the margonsky piece of the 18 u.s mass murders in 2018 15 had a history or allegation of violence against women like 15 out of 18 and so some of the recorded history so like this was like recorded included attempted spousal murder stalking and sexual assault Mm -hmm. here's another so the parkland shooter um he was also involved in incel communities he had the police called him on him 30 times for abusing his mother and he was still able to buy a gun Mm -hmm. and so it's like I think also even in ways where this aren't isn't connected, like even in ways where you're like, okay, this person isn't specifically targeting women, 
it's all like together mm-hmm. it's all wrapped together in this fugly fucking mess yeah. and basically every single time that these things were reported these violence against women reporting all these things that was a chance to put this person behind bars to put something on their record mm-hmm. and also like gun laws that are so lax like okay what if you had a gun law that showed or what if you had a gun purchase and it showed things like that mm-hmm. if if i mean I don't know if you see that there's like 10 calls to a house for abuse. Are you going to let a man buy a gun? Right. No, you're going to worry that they're going to use it in their Mm -hmm. abuse. Like, and so I just think there's a lot of examples where sometimes, sometimes these people just come out of nowhere and it's like, whoa, I never thought they were like that. I never thought this would happen. But a lot of these people have legal public warning signs of crime or alleged crime. And they also, um, I mean, they interviewed, like, survivors of, this was a shooting at UC Santa Barbara. That was the one that um, was conducted by Elliot Roger. And a lot of the survivors talked about, um, one said, uh, I feel like I just have to accept this as a way of life. What does this mean to prevent, present myself as a woman? What are the consequences of that, like, mm-hmm. of presenting myself as a woman? Um, and then, like what else did i see there was another this was like from the parkland shooting some um latino like queer latino people who were there said this is just another reminder on top of other crimes against us and the threat of violence is just part of the lived experiences of queer people of color and so you have like people are like well this is just how it is yeah this is how i have to live and so that's an example of those things are being reaffirmed Mm -hmm. onto communities onto women onto queer communities and being like well this is like, this is my new reality now. Mm-hmm. I know that if I express myself to an certain extent, there's someone out there who will come right. right after me. And I think that ties to what you were saying before about, mm-hmm. like, how some politicians, like, even though they don't, like, fully subscribe to these things or even if they don't endorse these things, it's still kind of, like, what were you saying? Like, it kind of, like, benefits them or goes I think along it benefits view? I think it benefits, like, as at a large systemic societal level, I think mm-hmm. it benefits misogyny and the patriarchy at large. Right. Because, one, it reinforces i mean the values the root values are the same some of them are far more extremist than others and far more socially Mm -hmm. unacceptable than others but i think the root values of the inferiority and the subjugation of women and people of color and queer people it's all there yeah it's all there um so i think it does that and then i also think it benefits um just like general day-to-day masculinity and male white male culture Mm -hmm. by giving them something else to point to and it elevates them right they don't do anything but it elevates them by comparison to mm-hmm. what these other communities are doing. Right. And I think, okay, that ties to, like, I think a lot about, like, the, like, safety movements in terms mm-hmm. of, like, women and people of color because I am a woman and a person of color and queer. So, mm-hmm. like, I think about these things a lot. But I also, like, I'm told a lot by other people in good intention to, like, you know, like, stay home after night. Yeah. Or, um... Yeah, that's another like, reinforcement. Like, you right. get behavioral like, changes. Yeah. Instead or, of being like, behavior. don't yeah. wear that because, like, you're going to be harmed. And, like, all... Like, some of it's, like, by my family and all with, like, good intention. But yeah. on a cultural, large-scale level, these events and, like, these messages serves to, like, make people that are already, um... What's the word? What's the word? Oppressed? Like, um, marginalized? Marginalized or yeah. oppressed. Um more submif- submissive or yeah. more in fear or it, like it, less themselves and mm-hmm. so it uses like, like fear act- tactic it's yeah. like fear reinforcement mm-hmm. of a culture at a cultural level um and you don't have that you don't have reinforcement against insults and all right you don't have people going like let's track the digital footprint and the social movements mm-hmm. i'm sure they have some researchers and and some detectives who look into that but at a wide scale 
level that actually results in policy and right. gun reform policy, you don't have anyone being like, what are the cultural movements? What insulated this shooter? What radicalized right. them? What made them write a 250 word manifesto? Because yes, these people are violent, but you have to, I think in some cases you have to ask yourself if they never found these communities, how many lives would have been saved? Right. Or like, I'm sure like something might've happened. Like, I think people are inherently violent in some ways, but like, I mean, some of the people were like, incels specifically that they were like i got out of that and i was like what the fuck was wrong with me right. i hate myself like i can't believe i was involved in that and now they i think one of them actually like he now works to try to like get other people out of inceldom oh. and so mm -hmm. they were like i just like so i think to an extent you have to wonder like okay what would have happened if like right. what would happen if you put a major and obviously you can't do a crackdown on political free speech movement like that i'm talking like because a lot of these will have hate speech death threats mm -hmm. violent shit what would happen if on a social media like platform level you had like that shit is getting taken down right and algorithms aren't trained to show you more and more extremist things right. so i i think that's definitely something to think about mm -hmm. i also think incels are scary I oh like terrifying them. i don't like nice guys they like why do men do that i don't know i hate that shit because they're not nice they're not no, the like, moment someone says pedestalization the, the moment you hurt <laughs> that is a word <laughs> the moment you hear nice guy come out of a man's mouth run because the switch at some point the switch is gonna flip mm -hmm. at some point and it, it will i hate that and i also feel like that instills a lot of fear into women fear to and just like people in general fear to reject men mm -hmm. because that retaliation like what's gonna happen right He's and nice now but what will happen entitlement yeah it's also expressing an entitlement for like yeah. respect so it's like and wait i'm gonna it's, yeah, it's expressing yeah. An entitlement for like respect and mm -hmm. like like women's attention because you're like saying i like, deserve this i deserve you just took this it from because me. i'm better yeah or i'm a man mm -hmm. like i'm just the clicks yeah. are clickety clicking and that's some scary shit and that's some real life horror mm -hmm. film shit yeah. also i don't know if you guys watched um i watched this like over a year ago but it's still fresh in my mind because i mean i don't even like tail dr i don't even know if i'm into men at this point but i'm so attracted to robert pattinson in the latest batman movie that like maybe i am uh, like you are the only one of maybe 10 exceptions <laughs> but um i don't know if you guys have seen that movie but like the this is the riddler in that movie yeah is an incel to me oh he's like a fictional to me to me mm -hmm. he doesn't have the same like ideology but of like this like stereotypical white guy who lives at home behind the screen and yeah he's he's basically an insult if he was let loose in gotham and became a full-scale terrorist yeah and like a absolute like mm -hmm. evil mastermind pretty much self removed from culture and everything i wouldn't think he was an incel i think from a character perspective from a character's perspective i, I think he's a straight-up sociopath because you have yeah. the whole thing where he's like he doesn't even he does not have a single political movement or anything or even okay. an ideology I he see. just wants to cause chaos and kill people yeah. he's just a psychopath um not to say that people who aren't ideologically motivated don't have cultural influences even if they don't express mm -hmm. it or realize it but i don't think the joker in and of himself is like an insult i think he's just a crack-ass whack-ass bitch um rip heath ledger goaded performance but like i don't know yeah they also really like um they really like the joker and i'm thinking about the they had a, like shootings and violence when they were airing the dark knight and the Dark Knight Rises. Really? Those were those Batman movies. Yeah, let me Google this. Um, they really like the Dark Knight. This is funny because I just mm -hmm. watched this like two weeks ago. But yeah, I think I right. relate to what you're saying because I think when I watched like the, the movie called The Joker a couple years ago, 
Like uh-huh. I was having a lot of those same oh, things. So with ha- like, oh, that was with Joaquin Phoenix, right? Yeah, which like he did a really good performance. Yeah, okay. But like I also felt like, hmm, like some part of this feels like it's em- like embodying and showing. Like I see some elements of this were like really like visible to me. Like I see some parts of this in other people and I mm-hmm. see why like insults kind of like glamorize this yeah i think but yeah tldr i think that's why fictional characters that remind us is like that are like that are, are so scary because it's like i i, I know it. this person like the joker to me not scary i don't know anyone who dresses up as a yeah. clown <laughs> and is a literal psychopath oh my god but throw back to 2016 yeah, when what, what was the fuck that? was that bro i'm so glad i never saw that like i was afraid i thought like do you guys remember when clowns were like just running around and like scaring people in 2016 because i didn't like that i like i didn't even see any of the videos but i was legitimately scared i think that was what was inspired american it. horror story cult but it came out around yeah. the same time um okay so back to i did a google so yeah there was um in this was in 2012 the dark knight rises i was right um they had like this movie shooting and this like piece of shit man killed 12 people like walked in and did a mass shooting in that movie and -hmm. now people idolize like there's like this weird connection like incels and the all right they like that movie and they like the joker and so it's like whoa like you have real correlation yeah between this and actual real life violence so and i'm not blaming um necessarily the people who made this movie Mm -hmm. because i don't think most people sit down to write a movie and go god i really hope this inspires something terrible to happen Mm -hmm. but it's just interesting to think about from like a fictional and like character like perspective Mm -hmm. (sighs) don't be an incel yeah so that's why and don't be a culture sings a lot deeper and don't be a femme cell is also interesting i wrote a blog post about that on the blog like a year ago i talked about like gone girl and mitski and lana and like the weird fem cell aesthetic which is basically just women who hate men and the things they stand for but it's also pretty problematic it's mm-hmm. rooted in like being skinny being pretty being white yeah. you have to be like all these other things to be a fem cell which is weird because to be an incel like you don't really have to be anything you just kind of got to be a loser so don't be a loser guys mic drop work <laughs> i am like faded guys I know, I, I'm also not faded that makes it sound like i smoked i don't smoke but i got like four hours of sleep before i came in why i don't know um you know what stay tuned for another episode on revenge bedtime procrastination because it is a problem for me and i do not have free time <laughs> and so i take it out on myself and i stay up late mm-hmm. but i'm like i just feel like this strange like blissful feeling like i feel like i'm not here you know that one photo mm-hmm. of spongebob where he starts like yeah. levitating that's literally how i feel Dude, right now i feel like I'm yesterday like, yeah. at like 11 like 10 o'clock or something mm-hmm. so i was at my friend's place and i was like falling asleep on her beanbag chair and we we're just talking about like some really deep stuff Bro, while i was mango. like falling to sleep uh-huh. so i was like i felt like i was like almost like hallucinating or whatever and then mm-hmm. she's like okay i'm gonna drive you home even though you're only like five minutes away from here mm-hmm. because i am not letting you walk home like this mm-hmm. um so we were in the car and he was just like talking like mid-sleep mid-awake i was like there's this rain on the windshield and the rain looks like when i pour cheese on pasta like it girl looks what like the fuck <laughs> damn like, you were hungry as hell. like it looks like when i'm the pasta and there's cheese falling over <laughs> Okay, we can cut this out, but, like, were you drunk? No, I was just so sleepy. Like, that's the level of sleep I was at, like, 1030. Dude, now you're trying to imagine yourself as, like, like a pasta AU. Like, POV, you are Alfredo being boiled in the pot while cheese pours over you. What the fuck? Girl, that's crazy. I just, like, and I just said that aloud, and my friend was, like, 
Okay. Oh, and now you just said it on the podcast. So you you heard it here here it's first be. people. If you guys see Suhani dressed up as a bundle of fucking pasta <laughs> for Halloween, you with know with cheese on it. With cheese on it. I'm going to dress up as the Riddler for Halloween and just scare bitches left and right. <laughs> and one of you is going to go as reverse cowgirl because I did not come up with that idea and whoever on TikTok that I swear to god cuz I don't have TikTok guys, but those ideas did not get come up for nothing. So god, I better see someone. a hat and it better be on backwards bitch mm-hmm. and the skirt in the top too uh, and the skirt in the top and the shoes like limp around if you have to i don't <laughs> care <laughs> all right well thanks for tuning into our unhinged um all over the place researched halloween series we hope you have a great halloween and stay safe out there stay safe stay don't festive. do anything we wouldn't do <laughs> maybe do some things that we, don't do some things we would do yeah. like maybe just hold back a little <laughs> and um you know just stay safe check your drinks cover your drinks you know the rule all the rules you know if it's a mixed punch wait until it goes down see how it's gonna affect you Um, just be safe have a buddy don't like you know just do all those things have stay safe but have fun and don't let cultural reinforcements from pieces of shit get you down be fun be campy be fun be fresh be funny be fearless be feminist and be fuck <laughs> oh my god not the b movie <laughs> the bitch from the b that's movie your other halloween costume fuck. <laughs> i'm so sorry and here i want the f <laughs> here you do it you haven't been on here in a while the f, we stand for funny fresh fierce feminist and fuck what do you stand for tune in next time Woo. oh also the blog and the podcast and six words first time submission and tell us what you're gonna be for halloween oh wait we should try to come up with a six word story now it doesn't have to be a first time we should just a six word story okay you built like george bush's wife (laughs) (laughs) all right have a great week guys i love you I'm in the 212 with the fifth cop niggas. The 212, fuck your gun, you. When your goons spray up, that this bitch won't get a match, you won't do much. See, even if you do want to, but you bitch.